for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You're not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a Monday edition of the Only Friends podcast. We're here bright and early. I have business to attend to in L.A., playing my arch rival, Doug Polk, on stream today. Uh, But prior to getting to all of that, I want to give you guys a little update on what's been coming out of this investigation. I have to tell you, I think I've seen the best synopsis of the entire thing uh, as it goes down. Paul, a six-pack of Coors Light, and uh, a deep dish pie. We're, we're ready to go. Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat today going to call in. We got a nice 12-hour stream. Hope you don't want to sleep. We got Robbie J. Lou on the line at the center of this controversy. What do you got to say, Robbie, about the new allegations? I was on a lot of medication for ADHD. I was born with a golden spoon in my mouth, and money just... It doesn't matter to me. I'm like, sorry, get pressed about it. What? I thought I had a three and I had the Jack of Clubs blocker. You know, I think what we have to be careful about when we examine these kinds of things for all intents and purposes is what the desired outcome will be uh, for each and every scenario. And if, can we get through it with a modicum of self-respect, you know? And uh, I, for one, think that we can. Yinzer. I've reviewed a lot of footage, and I've decided that the verdict is... Corn. Hey, it's your boy Poppy. We're coming in for a conservative 10 to 12 hours today. I hope you brought recreational drugs. You know, some people are just never going to be the game. And I think we need to be honest about that, or it's predatory. All right, I got my boy Nick Vertucci on the line. How you doing, Nicky? I want you to know I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I got a history in law enforcement. The show is my life. And whoever fucked with this is gonna incur the wrath of me. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I don't care if it's someone who works for me. I'm gonna tear him down. Sorry, I need some sleep chocolate. Oh, whoa, relax. My chat is so negative. You just told me you hope my mom dies in a fire. Y'all, that's too graphic. I'm gonna have to get some more moderators Has in here. Has anyone considered the possibility that Robbie pooped her pants? <laughs> Yo, what is going on? Hey guys, Doug Polk here. In this well-structured and concise video, I am going to outline the reasons why I agree with Garrett Adelstein that on Hustler Casino Live, Robbie J. Liu and her alleged co-conspirators were cheating. I will implicate no less than two people in extramarital like, affairs. you guys are destroying my life. Like, so I was acting a little erratic. And like, so some of my stories change. Well, guess what? The story of life changes often. Sorry I can't hide my perfect tits for you, Harry Potter. Okay, first off, I'm 47 years old. I don't know why you're calling me Harry Potter. Also, how dare you? Mark Cuban's my friend. Okay, so again, we're crossing some lines here, people. It's your boy, Joey. What's good, Poppy? <laughs> that, that is that is fucking genius man so good it's it's absolutely genius i had no idea caitlin was this talented it i'm i'm blown away super talented she went to nyu acting school like she she yeah it's yeah. obvious <laughs> no, no, yeah, she's super talented she has like a bunch of scripts there's, there's a 
There's a part two coming. I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> the Conrad impersonation was so good. <laughs> what? So, so spot on. But when she combined uh, it with the Melissa, it was because in, in the Twitter clip, that part's cut out. Yeah. But I don't like what she said being Melissa there wasn't that funny in isolation. But the did you ever consider she pooped her pants with the Conrad <laughs> yeah. laugh behind it was so, so oh, good. And uh, I have to give her a shout out. I learned uh, I'm adding a new word to my arsenal. Uh, Motocom. Monocom. Mon- Mon- Monocom. Monocom. See, I don't even I can't even I couldn't even spell it. There's yeah. no shot. <laughs> She's out of my league here. Yinzer. Yinzer. <laughs> Uh, so good. Just, just so the chin with, the, with the touching his head. Like, it's like, how does he pick up on his mannerisms like that? Like, I, like, I never even thought about that, but then like, I watch him like, yeah, he does that. He does it with his head like this. Man. <laughs> just, it, was really, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see more. Maybe it becomes a thing. I'm a little scared <laughs> to be honest. Why? <laughs> I feel like I got lit up easy on that one for sure. Uh, her Joey's also so good. I think she's from Minnesota. And you know the Minnesota Chicago accent. There's, yeah. there's no, a little no, blend. She's from Texas. She lives in Texas. She, no, she's oh, she's wait. from Texas. Went right. to school at NYU. They came back to Texas. Am I confusing her with Kina? Kina, I think, is from Minnesota. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the 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 Chicago accent was so good. It, mm-hmm. it sounded right off of the SNL the Bear skit. <laughs> yeah, that John Goodman used yep. to do. So so incredibly uh. good. Um, <laughs> all right. Chen, I'm glad you could join us. You uh, you almost got me rich today. Uh, first of all, that that <laughs> prop is for a very specific reason. Whatever, one way or another, two K was coming my way if you weren't here. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, I was I was gonna be the recipient for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, basically, I guess let the people know. Like I was uh, I told you guys that if I wasn't here today, I was gonna pay two thousand so. dollars. Welcome, welcome the fuck back, man. Nobody, yeah. uh, we we've missed you. You've yeah. been on telecom for the last. Hour. This whole <laughs> thing has been going down. There he is. This whole thing has been going down, and you've just been like lurking. Somebody wrote, "Why is Chin in scrubs?" Because man, I came, I came straight. I was in fucking surgery. I was in fucking surgery. You know, helping the people out, and then they like, they're like, "Yo, the podcast." I'm like, "All right, uh, take over." Yep. And then I was out. You know, relax, bro. What the fuck are you doing? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, spicy. You got a spicy chin today. Nah, we, we, we got a fire show. We got a fire show for everybody today. I'm on a bit of a time constraint, so let's get into it. Uh, today's show, we are going to give a quick rundown on what's been going on over the weekend as far as this um, investigation goes. Uh, I want to dig in deep to stream security and integrity and then uh, kind of give my thoughts as to why I believe for the better, for the betterment of this investigation, it's imperative that the Hustler stream shuts down. Uh, before we get to that, uh, we do have a winner from last week's giveaway with regard to uh, the Poker Out Loud hand. So we posed the question of what hand, if you were in Landon's shoes, would you be bluffing with? And uh, it was a bit of a trick question because Landon doesn't actually bluff this hand. He actually has a hand that chooses to check fold instead. But uh, I believe the answer was King-9 offsuit. Um, Bob, if you want to pull that tweet up. Yeah, that is. I, I don't know how much harder I could lead that one in. 
I'm like desperate for, for details <laughs> on the hand here. <laughs> uh so yeah Charlie man uh so so he lands on the river he ends up having king nine no club and decides that that's too low down in in uh ranking order to bluff and folds instead but if he were to choose to bluff he does mention that king nine with the king of clubs would be his bluff which was the answer given by our winner b some six uh so shout out to b some you are gonna get one free month of solve for tv also there's a new episode of poker out loud up today on Sulfur-Y TV, you can check that out at sulfurwide.io. It'll have that hand in it, and you'll get to see it play out in conclusion. Also, a quick reminder that we do have an academy coming up in February, the 2nd to the 5th. This is a Poker Out Loud style academy, so if you enjoy Poker Out Loud and would like to play yourself, uh, you'll have two days of full gameplay, eight hours each, where you'll be speaking your thoughts out loud in real time when it's your turn to act. Uh, the other two days, we'll be going through game theory, principles, uh, strategy, construction from the bottom up, and preparing you for those decisions in real time. All right, let's get caught up. First Bro. of all, there's some shit. There's some real shit, bro. They're talking about some wild shit in the chat. Go ahead. What are they talking about in the chat? That they're going to release a voice recording today or something. Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a text that I don't know anything about, uh, and I don't, I don't think... Uh, <laughs> it, it says, do you know XXX? And I go... Uh, I know of it, but no, I don't know the details. And then it says, do you want me to catch you up? And I say, yeah, but we're on air. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we may have some breaking news coming in here. I'm not real sure, but it does seem like there is more to this story from behind the scenes. Prior to getting to that, though, let's discuss a little bit of what's been going on in the world uh, of poker outside. So first and foremost, uh, Rounders chose to shut down their stream. Mm -hmm. They put a tweet out yesterday, uh, and it said something to the effect of, in light of everything that's going on, we actively want to do better, and we're going to shut our stream down indefinitely. Uh, I, I gave a huge kudos to this because I think that this is the proper way to approach this, especially if you're a young upstart stream, right? Like, yeah. Rounders doesn't have such a massive audience that... Uh, they have to be concerned with losing viewership or anything along those lines. Yeah, it's a local stream for now, right? right? Like right. for now, and then we'll figure out what, what bet Andrew comes up with. But yeah, this is the time to tighten everything up. Like if ever there's a moment to, to press pause and ensure that all of your protocols are correct, all of your security is in place, all of your hardware and software is, is checked, now's the time to do it. Take a week, take a month, take whatever you need. Like no one's going anywhere. Stream poker is not going to die overnight. Uh, so huge, huge shout out to Rounders for doing what I believe to be the right thing. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that more rooms follow suit by either taking a pause themselves and ensuring that their shit is right because I know a lot of them aren't. Or if they do already feel like their security protocols are tight, releasing some sort of statement uh, letting us know like, you know, these are the, basically I'm going to run through for the umpteenth time what the protocols are today. And I would like to hear messaging from the major stream houses. Um, you know, before we get into that, uh, I do want to mention that I spoke to a rep from Poker Go, live at the bike. Uh, I spoke to Doug at the lodge. Uh, I spoke to Vertucci last week and I spoke to Andrew Milner, the creator of Poker GFX. So we have a lot of insight as far as like what all of these places are doing. And, and how well or poorly they're handling things. Um, there is 
uh, a little bit of a detective in in Young Adam Kessler. He's redeemed himself. He he has. He has. Yeah. I mean, there is no redeeming yourself for trying to fucking dunk in the tortoise. Yeah, you right? took a shot at the tortoise listen, and failed. Listen, I said we we we're over that. You know, <laughs> Kessler's out there. He's he's doing he's doing God's work, finding uh, finding whatever he found in the uh, DM. <laughs> <laughs> would it not? Wouldn't wouldn't it not? Would, wouldn't it not, wouldn't not? It not? Yeah, that that is very strange. Not wouldn't it not? Not would wouldn't it? <laughs> it's a double negative. See, double negative is a positive. Honestly, so. I would never catch this in a million years. I, I mean, we read it about how many times? In and a I, million I don't even, years. I don't think I, I read it out loud. Yeah, like I like, I read it, but I think like when I read it, I just I went right through that and didn't even like think. Like, oh, that was a double I need to go day. back and watch it and see if Conrad actually read it as it stands. I wonder. I, I bet you didn't. I would bet I didn't either. I um, mean, but come on. We all knew, we already knew that this, this thing was like right. super cap. Like, there's no way that this was a thing. Like, right. We knew that this was her. This just is just kind of from the jump. It's just furthering the. It just, it just kind of semi proves it, I guess. It, yeah, well, also, not, right. the ellipsy thing kind of got disproven a little bit because right. he had written some tweets where he used he which is wild, man. I've never seen anybody put a space before and after an ellipsy. No. And then they both did it. That's, right. Well, that's first of all, not that I'm a grammar Nazi because trust me, if anyone gets it wrong, like I'm not a syntax guy, no, right? right? But uh, the, the sheer meaning of what an ellipsy is. It, it would never require space. Like it's it's a continuation of the the thought. How come the right. woke people haven't come for that word yet? Ellipsy? No, Nazi. <laughs> uh, good question. Ellipsy? <laughs> the woke people are coming for ellipsy. <laughs> I was real confused. You know, honestly, who knows? They might. Yeah. I, I'm just like, yo. A lot of words have had to go. I feel like this one's next soon, bro. It it is funny. It is funny that like when Berkey said it, it was like, uh, like I don't know why. Who but the like, fuck's gonna stick up for Nazi? I don't care. I know. No, 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 no. It's not. It's no. just. It's just. I think when what the woke mob would say is that when you use that word in like in any context in a context yeah. of what other outside of what it really was then you're yeah. you're lessening what it what, what it yeah, really yeah, yeah. was i actually agree with that yeah, yeah. I, I strongly agree <laughs> with that but i don't agree that that means you can you're gonna stop using uh, it. i i think uh, well yeah. i i think the way like i think the word grammar nazi mm -hmm. has become its own version of uh slang where we right. understand what that exact word means mm -hmm. but when you start calling people nazis i think it's different Did this all start from seinfeld and the soup nazi like do people say Had something something nazi before uh no i before ooh, that or did he ooh. just say the soup nazi and then people just extrapolated that's out a good question other things that is a really good question i feel like grammar nazi would have come first but i could be way off yeah i don't know also they get to make that joke yeah <laughs> uh, it's, it's anyway jerry seinfeld, jerry seinfeld. Let's, let's, let's get back to the tangent tangent yeah yeah but no uh yeah whatever um so yeah this this find by kessler i think is very important because uh though the ellipse may have been a little inconsistent or i guess consistent in the way brian writes the also compared to the two plus two thread which we're going to talk about next the actual verbiage and the the way that it reads reads very differently than the two plus two there were a lot of caps being used in the two plus two thread uh the tone was like and i don't mean like tone like emotional tone i mean like the way that he writes is slightly different between or maybe significantly different between the two and seeing that wouldn't not that double negative mm -hmm. is uh very critical because no one else on earth 
is gonna i mean obviously there are people who speak in double negatives or mm-hmm. maybe potentially type in them but like this is very robbie-esque yeah if if we're able to find something that clear right where she's already done it in the past mm-hmm. like that that could be something as silly as um i don't know actually i was i was gonna say that could be something as silly as like it's already uh, uh an autofill in her phone or something like that right. but maybe not maybe she be. just actually writes in, and speaks like this it's kind of like know. her signature now like yeah, like we we found something that like represents you. Not not to take shots, but uh, <laughs> what I where I was going with the I, I'm not a grammar Nazi, but quote is if you put a space be, before and after an ellipsis, you're not that bright. <laughs> like it, it, it's the equivalent of using a double negative. Like wow. you're you're not that bright, and uh, I think that that kind of. Sticks out like a sore thumb. You're wasting time. I mean, There's guys, no we're writing fucking text messages here, okay? <laughs> we're like, we're writing, like, we're not writing a fucking paper. No, nah, but that's yeah. the thing, like, is it is a novel. A term, it's a, term it's a paper. F- it, it is, but at the same time, it isn't. It's like, you know, you're just mm-hmm. fucking writing. I mean... Your senior thesis. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying this because I know I fucking don't give a shit. <laughs> we know. We no, know. No, no. Laugh my ass off nine. Yeah, but now no, it's LMA nine. Uh, LMA nine. But neither do I. But that's the whole point is is utilizing something like that is attempting to give a shit. Okay. Right? Like you're, you're, you're putting in extra effort to put a space prior to a punctuation <laughs> that doesn't exist. So that's pre-programmed. Like that, that's not like a mistake that happens in passing right that's not an lma9 right that was just Uh, an accident this is like you're you're actively making your life harder that's why i think this is very important to to be able to take away from like you're actively Mm -hmm. doing these things you're actively writing with a double negative you're actively putting the space before the ellipsis that's not just a a mistype of using a nine instead of an o or something yeah yeah i guess person (laughs) might not even know what the fucking ellipsis is that's, that's <laughs> very likely to be true. Uh, very likely to be true. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this is a really big find by Kessler. I don't think we made a big enough deal of it because it really does start to tie these two together and link them together more. Again, like I, I want to make a point as to why it's so critical to link them together if there is a relationship there. Because, number one, we're never going to get to see their text exchange. Like, we're never going to seize their or, or subpoena their phone records as far as I understand. I doubt that's ever going to happen. But, number two... There are two things that we know to be absolutely true. What's that? He stole fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> yes. and has real time information of the cards, right? So <laughs> Brian true. has real time info and stole money off her stack. Okay, that's true. Robbie played a hand that I think is so egregious; it's a smoking gun in and of itself. Amen. Right mm-hmm. now, there's some correlation there because all this happened on the same day, and he physically removed payment from her or or he physically removed dollars from her stack right we need to be able to connect the dots as to why and i think that this dm and this catch that kessler made starts to do that in a very important way uh and and, you know like i i think we need to i think we moved on from the robbie stuff because there's so much other stuff to distract us we all kind of just accepted oh she probably cheated but i think it's important that we get to the bottom as to how if she did yeah you know right this is so mainstream. I just got a text. ESPN is picking up the story and they want to do an investigation piece on it. Wow. Oh, I thought I thought they were like asking you. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't yes. ask me nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. I mean, do you remember? They were uh, all over Postal. Yeah, they were all over Postal. Uh, Scott, man, I was so mad I didn't get the call. Fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was so funny. Joey got to go on Ryan Russillo, man. Like, I just want to go chop it up. <laughs> Talk about the the ten year projection of the of the Pirates, you know. Now we're talking. That's why they don't have you on. <laughs> Maybe it's it's very uh, very likely. Um, okay, so the 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 last thing I want to get to before we actually get into stream security is uh, this two plus two thread. Mm. Uh, and this was a doozy, man. The, Bro, I mean. To be fair, this is this is well outlined. He did his research, but again, like very different in the way that it was written by comparison to uh, to the text message, right? So there was a lot of emotional uh, wording utilized in the DM, but never the emphasis of using all caps to project emotion, right? We see it in the first sentence, like "I loved Hustler Casino," yeah, right, and he just like instantly capitalizes it, and we see it all throughout, like literally in every single paragraph. So there's a massive inconsistency with the way he writes here in long form versus the way he wrote in that DM in long form. And I think that that's enough to, to start to draw some conclusions. Um, so a lot of this is just kind of, for lack of a better word, verbal diarrhea. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys like fully read it or not, but... I read it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts on, on the entirety of the piece? Uh, very similar to what you said. It was like pretty emotional. It, it was more like saying like, looks. It wasn't me. I know I look bad, but it wasn't me. Like, I don't know how else I can say it. And then he concluded by saying, I wish I could pick up the, I wish I could pick up the 200,000, but I have nothing to offer. Yeah, I do think that that's a, a, a relevant point. Like of all the things that he spoke about, I think most of it was just trying to explain away uh, circumstantial evidence. But it is, it is very strange to me that uh, nobody has acted on this bounty yet. Like if I were in his shoes... And this is also strange to me. Like, how, how does he not acknowledge that being in the situation that he's in, he's just heavily incentivized to fabricate a story where he gets the bounty? Mm. Right? Like, <laughs> uh, I, I, I truly think that... What, what are the exact terms of the bounty? Like, I mean, it has to be information that leads to... An arrest? To, or, no, or not, to, or, to what happened. Yeah. Or, like, or, or, to, somebody, or, or to something happening. Right. Yeah. But like there's so much there's so much stuff that he could just He could have picked up ten K easily just telling what happened that night. Yeah. Like he could have literally just sure. hit up Joey and said, Yo, Joey, give me ten K and I'll come out and tell you what happened that night. But, but like, he needs more than ten K because if he tells if he if he tells his story publicly, he might actually go to jail for the fifteen K he took off of Robbie Stack. That is true. Right? That's the problem. That is yeah. true. Uh so like you need to get the two hundred. But like there's so much he said, she said stuff that could like get him the bounty. Bro, I don't think he's going to jail for the 15K. I don't L think so either. LA jails are so packed. They're not, they don't, they're not going to like. No, no, like, I, I totally agree with you. They're going to be like, bro, okay, uh, probation. Or like something that like doesn't put you in, in jail. Right. And I, I know you watched the Vertucci pod. He yeah. mentioned like he wanted to press charges, but it's out. Like it's not, the crime didn't happen to him. Yeah. So only Robbie can mm -hmm. be the one to press charges. Right. Uh, she did release a statement saying like she would reconsider today and uh, potentially move forward with it. But I think we both know that that's not happening. No. Yeah, I don't see it. I, don't, I mean, I don't see it happening. I would, be, I would be surprised. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a lot of things that have been promised from that camp that have just never really been followed. There's long. also like some ability where she could, maybe press them and then like let it go later press press the charges oh against Bri 
and then dismiss them. Like, I don't know if yeah. it works that way. I think just, once you, I think you can drop the, the charges. You can eventually drop. Yeah, you can press charges and then reconsider and drop charges. I if think, it's civil, right? I mean, I think. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, I yeah, I, I don't think uh, that's true. Yeah, 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 that's a good point because at that point it would go to the DA and be like, okay, there's a criminal Correct. offense, and then the DA has the ability to like just move forward without you. Right. I yeah. don't think you can press and then drop criminal yeah. charges. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Not, no, that's a good point. If you Conrad's have, the only lawyer here. He's if the only you would one have to really testify, then you just not show up. Yeah, and that would probably be enough. Yeah, to but get there's the footage. Out. Yeah, there's footage. Yeah, for this, for it's this like, is different. Now nah, yeah. you showed up on film. Yeah, right? for this is different. <laughs> right, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, from from her standpoint, it seems insane that her instant reaction was not to press charges. Right, right. Just like why why is every move that she makes and every word that comes out of her mouth seemingly implicating her further? Right. It's like I, I went to bat for her for like the first week where it was just like I'm clinging to this outside chance that something ridiculous happened and this hand actually played out organically. Mm. And hell, maybe there's still a shot that that happened. But like I'm down to like 10 percent confidence. It's becoming less and less with all the information that comes out. I, I think or- I think what I'm willing to accept is that there's a chance that this hand actually did just occur. But we're unearthing a bunch of other shady shit that was just occurring behind the background. Yeah. That yeah, maybe right, for sure. you know, wasn't meant to be unearthed. Um so, so yeah, my my yeah. my last <laughs> thoughts of that thing was that he pretty much he he felt pretty emotional about the situation and said, like, oh, this is pretty ridiculous. Like you guys are looking at like why would I do this with Jack Four type mm-hmm. of thing? Yep. Um and if I had more information, I would gladly pick up the two hundred K. Which some of that is pretty logical. Yeah. No, it isn't. Okay, go ahead. It, it's, you're in a situation where you have jack high versus eight high. And, like, mm-hmm. yes, you can sure, like, the money's in. Like, they put the money in. You have the best hand. Yeah, but at, he's at a- this moment, at this time, you have the best hand and you can get the money in. But he is a poker player, right? Like he plays a lot. Like he understands how, at least. Right. Like if you, he if, would understand if how you were cheating there. This looks. If you were cheating there, would you have had her raise turn call off? I would have never told her fucking raise turn, but we would have definitely been seeing a river. We also don't know to the like if there was cheating and what what he was communicating. To yeah, right, like, right, right. it might have just been That's like true. as much as as you have the best hand, or she from or there. she like exactly. misread the signal right. and raised. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or, that, yeah. or there is no signals within betting, like the sizing yeah, the, of races. Yeah, like you said, no, That's, definitely not sizes. I think a, it would be like either binary of like exactly. I think best hand, worst hand, or it's or it's it's three different signals where it's call raise fold. Yeah. Okay, I would think it's best hand. Oh yeah. Call raise fold makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. The, the, bi- sense. the binary situation, like that you brought up, like when this first happened, m- makes maybe the most sense. Where it's like, oh, I have the best hand and I have jack eye, so he must have nothing. So I'm just gonna click it back, and I'm just gonna take it down right here. And then all of a sudden he jams, and you're like, what the hell? And, it's, then, and it, now she's it, like, well, now yeah. I have to. Call. Honestly, it's a fool's errand for us to try to figure out mm-hmm. what the yeah, hell right, was happening. Of course, of course. Uh, that information we don't, obviously needs to be leaked. But right. Um, yeah. Information needs to be leaked. <laughs> what, <laughs> what the hell, Bert? Jesus I mean, Christ. What? Like it needs to be leaked. Yeah. yeah. What, what did I say? Nah, I don't know. Just it sounds weird. Like, like, like a bounty. It, someone needs to leak well, it. Well, it's, it's <laughs> not information people are going to volunteer. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair enough. enough fair enough. All right. I mean, you got you to incentivize them somehow. There's a lot of money on the line here. Um, okay, so... Uh, shifting a little bit away from the the who done it and how, uh, I kind of want to get into where we're at currently with the investigation. Uh, you know, 
we obviously are caught up to the fact that uh, Nick and his team were very transparent with Brian having access to inside information and having stolen off of Robbie's stack. He knows that's not going to look good for him. He volunteered it to the community anyway. I think he deserves a lot of props for sticking to his word and being transparent with the community as he said he would. Um, as far as the rest of uh, what's been going on, um, you know, basically we're just kind of letting this play out now. And I know that it's probably very hard from the hustler side of things, and I'm not going to make it any better today because uh, what I have to say is not going to be well-received from that camp. And I want to preface this by saying that uh, I, I hope it's understood where I'm coming from with this. Like, I gain nothing by slandering, or not slandering, slandering. but by like, well, I mean, I not slandering, but like by, by Taking coming stance. down hard right. on hustler uh, for, for the way that they're operating moving forward. Uh, if anything, it cost me seats, it cost me opportunity and, and things along those lines. And I'm sure that it's going to strain a relationship that I have with Ryan and, and Nick. With that said, I want to create a framework that we operate off of and make everybody understand why it's so important that we get this right. So as this comes to light uh, and what didn't happen with the possible situation, we treated the possible situation as a one-off. We treated the possible situation as a scenario where... Everybody else who was streaming, we trusted the owners and we did not trust Stones. So we treated it as these guys are bad actors who uh, don't have the best interest of the community or the players at heart and deserve to, everything that they get uh, and no one else in the community will be doing this. And there was good cause for that. The only people who were running streams at the time were Live at the Bike, Poker Go, and Poker Night in America. That was it. So... We didn't feel like we needed to police anything because Live at the Bike had been running live streams since 2006 or something like that. PokerGo obviously is uh, run by Mori and he's been doing it since the dawn of time. And uh, the, the final one was Poker Night in America. And we just didn't know anything about it, but we knew it went on TV. So it wasn't live anyway. There wasn't that big of a concern with security as far as, as we were con uh, concerned back then. And now we move forward and we see what's happening. We're four years removed from Postle now. Everybody's cropping up a live stream. There's no barrier of entry outside of getting the hardware software. And from there, it's just plug and play. And it's on us as a community to demand higher standards. It's on us as a community to communicate with the stream houses, with the uh, hardware software creators, such as Andrew Milner and Manit Madden. Uh, it's on us to demand that there are secure protocols in place that both protect the integrity of the game as well as set the stream house up to handle situations like this when they arise. So with all that said, I wanna break down how the security works behind the scenes into two different phases. Trustless security and security in which we actually have to trust the, the stream house to not fuck us over. This is an important distinction because ideally we're going to move further and further towards trustless security where Andrew and Manit will continually build in aspects of their software and hardware setup where the stream house doesn't have to actively do anything for us to know that it's being operated above board. As it stands now, the trustless security, the things that we know are definitely right in every single card room based off of the fact that the stream is just running, is that there's a whole card delay, there's a hardwired connection, and uh, I guess... 
that does require some level of trust, but everybody seems to be very transparent with it um, and open about the fact that they use hardwire. So at least we can demand that of them. Nobody's willing to withhold that information. Um, an uncompromised server. So this requires uh, a set of protocols that we trust the Streamhouse to uh, employ, obviously, to protect it from being uncompromised. But uh, it's effectively trustless that they're not bringing in a, a computer with a Trojan virus on it already or uh, you know, bringing in a hacker to, to take down their system. Um, Deckmate 1 shuffle machines. This is something that every player can check. Obviously, uh, if it's Deckmate 2, you should be demanding riffles and cuts, which uh, I know that both PokerGo and Live at the Bike uh, execute. Um, and then a segregated commentary booth. And we can all uh, press upon these stream houses to, to uh, disclose how they do their commentary. Right Now, when we get into the trust-based security system this is where we are just blind we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes and we just have to absolutely accept that the stream house we're playing on is doing best by our uh standards first and foremost um that the ep or the executive producer who's running the show has access to real-time information and it's only him so we 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 trust that there's only one or two people that are privy to real-time info and that they are doing things behind the scenes to ensure that uh, they are the only people, or they are the only points of failure, I should say, right? Uh, this could be turned into a trustless system. And I'll explain that a little bit further. Live at the Bike is actually operating a relatively strong trustless system right now. And Andrew Milner is uh, in the process of developing a, a, an even stronger mechanism to make it uh, completely trustless. Um, secondary is communication with the staff. So we all know that there's communication with the dealer. That card didn't read. Can you sell, tell seat two to put his, his cards on his reader? That type of stuff, right? That's a two-way uh, comm system. Now, there's no pertinent information being exchanged there. When the EP is talking to the dealer, they're just saying like a card isn't reading, whatever. Uh, when the dealer talks back, they're just saying like, you know, uh, bet 25, check, fold, whatever, like for the action tracker purposes, okay? So this is all fine. Uh, we have to trust though that there is no meaningful uh, communication taking place here because those two-way comms are on simple radio frequencies that anybody can pick up, right? We've all had a walkie-talkie before. You know how it has 10 channels on it? Mm -hmm. You can do the same thing with any radio frequency. So uh, if, if, for instance, they're communicating on channel two and you go get a, you go get a walkie-talkie and you put it on channel two, you'll hear them. That's, you know, it's, 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 a, very, uh, it's a very unsecure system. Let's, let's put it that way. Uh, third is access to the server slash real-time info. We have to trust every single stream house that they are doing a good job of securing the, the control room, of securing the room that houses the computer with the server on it, that gets the graphics in real time. We have to trust all of the people that have access to that room, and we have to trust that the, the stream house is limiting that access, right? This is all problematic, but there are, again, protocols that can be put into place that will allow us to uh, actually police this 
not just as a community, but specifically as a stream house. So for instance, utilizing some sort of key fob to go in and out of the room that will create a log. That's very critical, right? Everybody has a unique ID. That log then gets entered every single time that they go in or out. And we're able to know precisely who has access, who's in, who's not, at least according to uh, what the key is. Putting a camera over the door is a secondary function. Now we can double check, right? Okay, Christian's key fob was used, but that's not Christian. Now we have something, right? All of this stuff is very important uh, to an investigation like what Nick and Hustler is doing right now. And they don't have any of this, which is a problem. Um, finally, um, oh yeah, uh, securing the actual control room itself. So that includes having uh, security camera footage up everywhere. Uh, again, as I mentioned, limiting who has access. And then lastly, uh, ensuring that everybody in there has their phone sequestered prior to going in and that the door remains locked throughout the duration of the stream. Uh, this is something that, you know, these, these rules can't be bent because we have to trust that they are being executed on, which mm -hmm. is a problem. That, uh, that last point, I think, is where having somebody maybe wanded down would, would actually be um, a thing. Like, it would be, like you said, like wanting down the players is not, you know, we don't want to start doing that, but maybe wanting down the person one time when they go in because they're going to go in and they're not going to come back out until the stream's over, essentially. I agree so, with you with staff. That's uh, what I'm saying. With yes, staff. yes, yes. Uh, so with, I, with I, staff, that, that's, a, that's a good idea to wand them down. Correct. Because, because you can just take somebody's phone. They could just have another one. Correct. Right? The big yeah. reason why I'm, I'm so anti doing this to the patrons is because of the free-flowing nature of a of poker course. game. Right. It's right. so disruptive. Right. And it, it prevents so little. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to staff, this is so much more controlled. Right. right? Of course. And this is where all of the cheating if it takes place, will take place. Exactly. Right? It's where it yeah. all gets executed. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. This is the literal point of failure. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yes, the fact that Hustler is wanding down the players and not the people walking into the production room, that's a problem to me. <laughs> that's absolutely right. ass exactly. backwards yeah. and a huge issue. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, so I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, but again, now we have to trust. Right? So this is where the security camera comes into play. Mm -hmm. This is where the, the, the log system comes into play. All of these things can be executed better. You got something, Shin? I got nothing right now. I'm listening. Okay. Let me see your phone. <laughs> no, he's just reading chat. My phone's reading the he's chat. Reading chat. I can see. All right. Um, now I want to get into the uh, individual stream houses as I understand their security protocols. So as I mentioned, I reached out to somebody from PokerGo. I reached out to somebody at Live at the Bike. I reached out to Doug regarding the lodge, and I reached out to Andrew Milner uh, regarding like the overall poker GFX system. Okay, so let's start with the gold standard of the industry, PokerGo. Now, uh, I, I want to give them props because they obviously do a great job, but I also want to remind everybody that that's also in part because Nevada Gaming is very, very heavy-handed when it comes to the, the rules and regulations by which a stream house has to operate. To the point where like some of them in the past to me have seemed redundant and unnecessary but now i'm beginning to understand right like it makes a lot more sense um so when it comes to all the trustless protocols they meet them all commentary room is segregated uh they use a hard line uh for everything they are um they have an uncompromised server and i'll get into the actual uh, setup of their control room momentarily as, as we speak about uh, how they go about their security. But 
um, they, they absolutely crush it when it comes to all of the trustless stuff, which is to be, to be expected. Everybody should crush the trustless stuff, right? This is, this is 101, and this is why stones failed, and I'll talk about that momentarily. But uh, So when it comes to the actual control room setup for PokerGo, they are as secure as you can imagine. So uh, first and foremost, the, the idea of their, uh, their, their hardware, their server, whatever, being fully secure, uh, this is above and beyond um, what we would expect from a, a pop-up stream house, I guess. So the way that their control room is set up is it's uh, two rooms that are adjacent to one another, each with a locked door. Uh, so there's the actual control room, which is the uh, bulk of the space. And then behind that, there's a secondary room with a locked door that nobody has access to. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't go into probing as far as like, well, who is the person that can get back there? But I imagine it's exactly IT and Mori, right? So none of the EPs have access to this, uh, as far as I understand. None of the cameramen, none of the audio guys, like... It is completely and utterly hands-off and restricted, and that's absolutely the way it should be. Because that computer, that mechanism, when tampered with, is what can give anybody real-time info, right? Like, the easiest way to do this, the easiest way to have an inside person and cheat something for a very long period of time is to get a Trojan on the, the computer that houses the server and just get real-time info, period. Right, so ensuring that that computer cannot be compromised by anybody, and that your circle is so tight that if it ever is compromised, there's only one or two people that could be at fault. That is very critical to this whole process. And PokerGo does a great job by segregating that piece of hardware completely from everyone involved, locking that door off, and ensuring nobody has access. Okay, so now the the entire control room themselves, key fob access keeps logs. Under uh, lock and key, obviously, um, it's, it's uh, covered by security camera, so everything is always above board and, and on file, if you will, right? Everything is logged. Uh, the access is restricted to specifically the director, EP, graphics and sound engineers, and then Mori, if ever he needs to, right? Uh, and what I think is most notable about the, the PokerGo setup is it's run with such a tight ship. I've played, uh, I've played on PokerGo somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 times. I don't know a single human being who works in that back room. Never met any of them. I've never seen the back room. I've never been offered a tour of the back room. I've never been uh, you know, granted access in any capacity, right? And that's very critical because it's a massive conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. I play on this stream. Right. The last thing you want is uh, some, someone like me having access. So there's minimal foot traffic uh, in, in the security room. Uh, also, they operate a custom setup with their um, actual hardware, right? So they, they don't use PokerGFX. Not that there's anything wrong with PokerGFX. It's, it's significantly better since the Apostle scenario. Um, but... When you build custom, as I said before, you're just able to streamline it in a way that reduces redundancies and makes it as secure as you possibly want it. All of this is very important. This is the gold standard. This is what we would love every stream house to be. Now, it's very expensive to do what they do. So it's idealistic, to say the least. When we move into uh, now the lodge, uh, having spoken with Doug, uh, again, meets all the trustless protocols. 
and I'm going off of his word, obviously. I haven't seen the setup, but uh, he told me that they are hardwired, they segregate their commentary, and they sequester the phones uh, prior to anybody uh, going into either the, the commentary booth or the server room. Um, he didn't want to comment on who has access to the server room, which is, or the control room, which is fine. Uh, they have no cameramen, so there's no two-way communication. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, the room is secured. All phones are sequestered by, by staff on hand. And then he wanted to mention that there are more changes coming soon, which I believe he's alluding to the, the new closed set that they're creating. Okay, going into live at the bike. Again, all trustless protocols are met. Hardwired, segregated commentary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? The actual control room itself, the, um, the server is away from the people who are working in the room and they have a uh, screen guard on the, the computer screen. So similar to your phone, like a privacy screen. Mm -hmm. So nobody in the peripheral of the computer will ever be able to see it. Secondarily, they operate fully, full operation, no whole cards exposed until after the hand ends. So this is an option on Poker GFX where you can run a delay both in GFX as well as OBS that will allow you to do all of the editing process prior to actually getting it out. So the way that this works is Poker GFX, the server, brings the graphics in in real time and has perfect information, right? Those graphics are then stored for you to access after the hand ends. So the EP, the director, the one who's laying the graphics over the actual footage himself, uh, he's doing all of that on a delay, right? So he's cutting all the shots in real time without any whole card information. Then... He's taking the whole card information after the hand ends, lays it over, and sends that out to the comm, mm. right? So this yeah. is an added level of security that is possible and so fucking important to the trustless process, right? So anybody that's in that back room where the server is won't get that real-time information. Not one of them. That's great. Not a single one yeah, of them. that's really good. And this is so important because I didn't realize they operated this way. Mm -hmm. it's, I'm so happy I was able to have that conversation with them because I forgot that this was even an option with mm -hmm. Poker GFX. And it's an annoying one as the EP, right? Yeah, of so, course. Right. It's another step that they have to do. Well, it's in not the, only just another production step. Process. It's not only another step, but it's, it's very annoying because you have to remember he's setting up camera angles, right? He has a mm -hmm. roving cameraman. Right. And he's telling him what shots to take. He's doing it blind. Yeah. He's just basing it off the fact that me and Polk are in a hand. Mm -hmm. And he's basically saying like, okay, well, I have the Polk angle covered. You take Berkey. Right. Right. That type of stuff. And it's never based off of like... Well, Berkey has the nuts here, and Polk has a bluff cat. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it, and, you're, and you're you're giving a simple example when it's like four or five people in mm -hmm. a hand, that makes it way different, way right. more difficult. Right, right. So um, they're very above board as far as who has information. Uh, again, the only people who have access to the room are the director, the EP, the graphic and sound engineers. Uh, security cameras cover all four corners of the room because they can, since there's no real time info being shared. All of that's very important. All phones are sequestered prior to anybody going in there. Um, and then finally, they do have radio communication. But again, because of the process in the back, there is no pertinent information that could be shared, right? Because they don't have it. Uh, if anything, like they could share information minutes afterwards, but it wouldn't mean anything to anybody trying to cheat. Uh, finally, their cards are controlled by the casino and uh, always put under lock and key. That's nice because it puts some onus on the actual uh, casino itself mm -hmm. to implore their security. And we know casinos take security a lot more seriously than the streams actually do. Um, okay. 
So the last one I want to cover uh, prior to talking about Hustler is Stones. And, um, you know, I think it's important for us to lay out what a bad setup looks like. Stones failed on the trustless features. They did not segregate their commentary room from the server room. They were adjacent to one another with only a, an unlocked door separating the two. So the way it was set up was a booth and then a door. And behind that door was the control room which housed the server. That door was never locked. Uh, they did not use a wired connection. They used wireless. Uh, and I think back then it wasn't really... Uh, like, it, wireless was a new feature back then, so I think maybe they... I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but perhaps they overlooked the fact that it was less secure. I don't know. Uh, phones were not sequestered by anybody who worked on the staff, be it commentary or uh, people in the back server room. That's, that's unbelievable. I mean, it's right. That's unbelievable, right? It there. seems like, unbelievable, how? but like, yeah. wait till I tell you what's so much worse. <laughs> that room had no security. Postle walked in the server room during a stream that's, that's, to tell them that his card's crazy. misread. Oh my god! Like full access yeah. by players to the room that houses the sensitive information that you could cheat off of. And nobody seemed to think this was a problem, right? So the control room was easily accessible by commentators, staff, players, including Postle, uh, with the example given. The person doing the action tracking uh, and the executive producer, the one doing all the camera cuts and laying the graphics over, both had access to the whole cards during the stream, which, you know, as we mentioned, based off of Live of the Bike, is completely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. There was no security camera in the control room. Uh, there was no log for entry. The door was barely even locked. Uh, Jamin has a video of him putting his book bag in there to play on stream. The stream ending, him playing off stream, coming back four hours later at like 2 a.m. and just walking in. Uh, there, were, there was no uh, security measures taking on the, the actual cards themselves either. So uh, basically, they were as negligent as you humanly could be. Now, I lay that out because I want to... I want everybody to have the full concept of what a secure stream looks like and what an unsecure stream looks like, right? Uh, and I hope that that's become abundantly clear. Uh, generally, the disconnects are going to be in the trustless phase because it's easy to take for granted that your customers believe you to be above board and you trust yourself, right? It's easy for me to pop up a stream tomorrow and not cover any of my bases as far as like securing the room, uh, ensuring that like everything is above board because I know I'm not cheating, right? I know I'm not going to cheat the stream. And if you trust me and I trust me, then it's fine. And to a small degree, that's true. If we were going to run one exact stream and it was last minute and we had to pop it up, you know, spur of the moment and all nine players playing were like, look, man, I trust you to do this well. And it's like, good, I trust me to do it well too. Understand there are security issues that could be compromised, but over the next six hours, I promise you that won't happen. I think that's actually pretty reasonable. Hmm. But when you run 300 streams a year, that's not reasonable anymore, right? right? You're, you're just vulnerable. And I think that the vulnerabilities here are becoming a lot more clear. It's all around the control room, right? And if you don't have security measures in place in the control room, you cannot run a fucking stream. That's it, right? As far as I'm concerned, like, that is just it. You can't run a stream if you cannot secure your room. Yes. Okay. 
Let's talk Hustler now. Commentary booth not segregated. Commentators walk through the control room to get to the commentary booth. So everybody who's ever done commentary has some degree of access to their control room, which means they have some degree of access to whole cards, which means they have some degree of access to the server, which means that whether I think they actually did anything or not doesn't really matter. They are quote-unquote a suspect, the same way the husband is every time a wife dies, right? Like, they need to be cleared, and that's unfortunate because it's 99.9% likely none of them did anything. Right. But it's a thing, and it's why the, the DGAF thing is getting so much traction. It's why there's uh, so much clamoring about Brian behind the scenes being in the inside man and all of this other stuff. It's because so many fucking people had access, right? It's not because there's necessarily truth to these stories. I've known DGAF for 18 years. Like, I don't think there's... I, I, I want to believe that there's a 0% chance mm-hmm. this guy would ever do anything. Right. But the opportunity's there, right? He may actually be 0%, but the opportunity to cheat is like 40%. That's a problem. It's a big fucking problem. This guy runs your Monday game. He does commentary for you. He plays, right? He's not the only one. Fertucci's an owner. He has full access to the server room, to the control room. And, you know, don't get me wrong. He's done a great job publicly admitting that he is technologically fucked. (laughs) Not savvy, to say the least. (laughs) It's probably not him because he he doesn't know what the factor of (laughs) authentication is. Love you, you, Nick, but damn. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, Like, you got to know what two-factor authentication. What the fuck? Authentication. Sorry, second language. Just got off the hospital. Delivered a baby. It was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, like I think Nick cleared himself by uh, showing like how not savvy he is with tech. But like the whole point is, is that, you know, he has access. He plays on the stream. He wins a lot of money. Like that, that's why these narratives get drummed up. It's not, because, it's not because we're chasing a ghost. It's not because we want any of these people to be guilty. It's because you didn't secure your stream and there's opportunity. Okay, so all I've talked about so far is that the commentary booth is not segregated. Uh... It's unclear if the production uh, staff has to give up their phones whenever they enter the control room. Uh, I do believe that Nick said in his interview yesterday with Veronica that commentators do give them up. I think you've done commentary there before, no? No. Oh, I thought no, you did. Not Hustler, no. But have you, have you seen the booth? Uh, I thought we talked about this. Uh, I was given a tour. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you've seen the setup. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um... As far as like the actual control room failure, so that's just the trustless stuff, right? So they are hardwired. Uh, they, they do deserve credit for that. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, effectively, uh, they do have a server that I'm sure is being investigated. So whether or not there was ever any malware or Trojan on there uh, previously, I imagine it's going to come back clean now, right? Like, uh, unless it's snuck it, like, Basically, what I'm getting at is like, even if it were Brian who were the inside man and he was using a Trojan to, to send out graphics to the third party or whatever, I would imagine that he's had access since that night to get it off, right? Because he didn't get caught on the tape until, mm-hmm. uh, what, a week later? Yeah. Something like that. So I don't know. I, I'm speculating, obviously. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, that, that's some bit, uh, a little bit of a, a compromise that we have. Um, 
as far as the control room failures go, there are real-time cards being shared to the entire room. And the entire room is kind of full. It's very accessible, right? So as I mentioned, the commentators are... Uh, I, Christian, I guess you've seen the setup. You can speak more to it. It's either behind a door or behind a curtain. It's off to the side for sure. I mean, it's... I don't know if there's a door, or, but I know that it's off to the side. They're not... They're in the same vicinity but it's it's segregated right it's in the same room but behind a wall yeah yes uh so you know there's uh according to brian's two plus two post um there are like 10 screens in there all of which that are housing the real-time information uh well, i don't know if you have the screenshot but um you know basically he's saying that it didn't matter where he was sitting in the room he always could have seen the real-time info uh, because there are so many screens uh, available, uh, you know, something to the neighborhood of like 10 screens. Um, it, the room is accessible by commentators, owners, everybody on the production team down to the cameramen. Um, uh, again, I think this is just, I think this is poor optics, but I also think it's just like, it demonstrates the negligence or the, the laissez-faire nature by which they treat the control room security. Giving Doug a tour is so fucking wrong in my opinion. Like, Nick offered me to take a tour multiple times, and I refused. I said, it's a conflict of interest. Like, this is an absolute conflict of interest. I want to play on your stream. I have played on your stream. I am not the guy who should be allowed behind the scenes to see how the sausage is made. Like, absolutely not under no circumstance. And I get it. Doug is a, an influencer. Doug also runs a stream house himself. Like, it seems innocent enough, and it seems like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, we're... It's a guided tour, right? We're there with him. We're making sure nothing happens, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, sure, but why put yourself in harm's way like that? Why do anything optically that looks so poor, uh, especially when we're trusting you, right? This is a part of the trust system. This isn't part of the trustless stuff. You know, you can let him see the trustless stuff. Show him the fucking hardwire that goes from the table to the room. Who cares? That's fine. Show him that the commentary booth is segregated. That's great. These are optically good things, right? These, these are things that everybody who plays on the stream should be aware of. Um, I, I think that like letting him back there to see you know, how the production is, is done is very much not a correct choice, and it's optically poor uh, at a bare minimum, even if, you know, I'm not even accusing anything of having happened, obviously. Um, I want to address uh, a few things that Doug said in his, his video. So... Uh, Let's just roll the timestamp, Guapo. Here at The Hustler over the last three days. I got in from Boston to LA two days ago, very early in the morning uh, on a 6 a.m. flight. Dropped off my stuff, went to The Hustler to get my money cleared, that, that situation all sorted out. And I met up with Feldman and Vertucci. Now, if you guys don't know, Ryan Feldman and Nick Vertucci are the owners of The Hustler Casino Livestream. They have been completely open with me about all information at Hustler over the last couple of days. They've worked tire tirelessly to try and figure this case out. They've told me all the information, at least to my knowledge, that they have available. They've included me on decisions. They've shown me the back room. They have any single question I've had, they've answered. They've basically opened the book fully because what they most care about, and they told me this directly, is they want the truth. They're not trying to cover this up. And I think poker players are a little bit scarred because we think about what happened at Stone's Gambling Hall when 
the puzzle thing happened and essentially stone shut, shut the whole thing down shut the stream down everyone say don't say anything this is over and there was some kind of investigation maybe or maybe not but the bottom line was they did not want the truth in this situation i strongly believe that these guys want the truth and they're doing everything they can to try and get it i run a poker stream i know what it means to have people's money and information at stake so i i can't stress this enough they understand the stakes here they understand the importance here the number one thing to them is to not lose their business this is their baby they work on this all the time especially feldman and on just a side note i didn't realize just how hard feldman works he's the producer he sets the lineups he does all the social stuff I mean, the guy is so actively involved. I can say personally that I'm certainly not that hands-on at the lodge. We have people that do these different jobs and we work together as a team. And they have a good team here at The Hustler. But this guy is so in there every day. I have a lot of respect for what Feldman does. Putting those things to the side, let's talk about what happened. So I got in a couple of days ago. I went to The Hustler. They sat down with me and we said, okay, well, what do you want to know? And so first we checked out the table, we checked out the back room, we, they showed me all the setup, basically showed me their entire operation that they're running. When I got to the back room, the control room, I went up there and I said, this is kind of weird. There's a filing cabinet that blocks the direction where the camera comes from in the control room. And then there's a desk there. And I was like, who sits in this desk? And they said, Brian sits in this desk. Here is the filing cabinet, here's the table. And essentially Brian's desk is right behind this filing cabinet that blocks the camera back there, okay? So, you know, my first instinct when I saw this is, this is very suspicious. Why would you put a filing cabinet here? I don't know how long the filing cabinet's been there. And then I was told the filing cabinet was recently moved where it blocked them even more. So essentially it was still in that area, but he, Brian said he wanted to make more space in the back and then moved the filing cabinet even closer to his desk and moved his desk to the side. Brian's desk, also for the record, is directly behind where all of the whole cards are. So essentially, he was a little bit off center from being able to see the cards. He gets moved over. All of a sudden, his desk is right behind where you can see the whole cards in real time with a filing cabinet blocking the vision of a camera that's in that direction from being Okay, so a few things I want to touch on really quickly uh, before moving forward. Uh, first and foremost, I, I want to say I do think Doug's read is correct. I do think that Ryan and Nick want to get to the truth. I don't think they would have launched an investigation otherwise. And that's really important to highlight here because I am uh, about to be incredibly critical. Um, <laughs> as, as far as like... Uh, Ryan, Ryan does do like... He is hustler yeah right like he yeah. does the lineups he's there every day he's he's probably putting in 50 to 50 to 80 hour weeks any given week right? yeah for sure so so you know there's he does a lot he does and he deserves a ton of credit for that yeah and he's gotten a lot of shine for that and they've also uh created a hell of a brand and uh quite the upstart business that's profitable in its first year that's that's difficult yeah, to do for sure with that said that doesn't excuse negligence right uh you can hire people to do the jobs that ryan's doing and uh you know that's that's a whole other point they can run their business however they see fit um but you know whenever you're talking about these backroom production jobs they are costly like i have a production team i know what it costs to get them in here for a day to do something similar to a hustler stream uh and they're a bare bones squad it's three people 
right? Maybe four if we have an extra cameraman. Um, if you have an actual sound engineer, if you have an actual uh, camera guy, if you have somebody who is uh, producing the show, similar to what Ryan does, these are all six-figure jobs. Like when you're running five days a week, eight to 12-hour days, you know, talking about 40 to, to 80-hour weeks, 40 to 60-hour weeks, I guess, uh, and in LA, these are all six-figure jobs, right? These aren't intern jobs. You can't bring a guy like Brian in unpaid and then, you know, teach him the ropes of how to enter graphics and how you can't, you can't have an unpaid guy in the fucking room with all of the card info. You just can't. And you can't have a guy in there making 40K a year in LA either. Like this is negligence. I'm sorry. It just is. I, I, I can't sugarcoat this type of shit. I know what it's like to start a business. I know how fucking hard it is to wear all the hats. I do it all the time. I'm making graphics for the YouTube thumbnail and I'm doing all kinds of other things. And you know what? If something gets said on this podcast that's out of line, whether it's by me or by one of you, I'm held accountable. And rightfully so, because it's my business. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Got it. It's not you. It's Melissa. She's been trying to get me canceled from day one. <laughs> First show, she calls me a pedophile. You ain't lying. So with, with that said, uh, I appreciate all of the hard work that Ryan puts in, and I understand fully how a lot of stuff slips through the cracks, but this isn't his first rodeo. He was at the bike when all the changes took place after Stones. He was a part of executing the security upgrades. He's a big reason why they're as secure as they are now, right? So to start a new stream without any of the security measures is a real fucking red flag. How do you not segregate commentary booth? This is 101 shit, right? This is worse. Honestly, this is worse to me than not having a, a hardwired line. It's just insane. Um, secondarily, there's another thing that's going on that we haven't talked about yet. Well, first, Doug mentioned the, the lone security camera in the room has an obscured view or an obstructed view rather, right? So whether this filing cabinet was moved in front of it or uh, it was already there, whatever the case may be, uh, it certainly is obstructing the view of some of the areas of the room. And that's obviously problematic when you have five or six people in there at any given time. The last thing, and this is so critical to understand, and I'm sure that it'll get dismissed as not that big of a deal, but I want you to understand how fucking important it is. So Hustler also has a roving cameraman who's being communicated through a two-way radio. The difference is Ryan, who's communicating to him or whoever's running the, the stream, whoever's doing all the camera cuts and everything else, has real-time info. Oh, jeez. So that person has real-time info, and they have a communication to the outside. To yes. The person literally that standing Anyone can the, intercept. Yeah. Anybody in the casino. You could be playing one-one-limit poker across the fucking room. That's and my you game. Could, you could intercept this. <laughs> and this is so important to understand because it's, it's something that could easily be overlooked and not understand how unsecure it actually is. And I don't care how mindful you are with your language. When you have real-time info and you're trying to get cinematic shots, you're trying to capture that shot, it's going to be impossible over the course of 3,000 hours a year to never leak whole card information. I'm a, little, I'm a little confused. Can you walk me through what you're saying? So there is a walking camera man. Operator, yep. Um, and he's being communicated information, which he has to be, right? 
Then what, what's the what's the flaw? I'm, I'm a little lost. The person communicating with him has whole card information. Mm. So there's a there's a there's so there's a chance that something gets even if yeah. he just implies like even if even if the person communicating him just implies like hey Ivy has a huge hand. Right. You oh, you so you yeah. have yeah like that control room. There has to be no out communication to the outside world. Right. That's why it's a question of phones. That's what we do all this. That's not happening in this situation. Correct. Right. Somebody has access. Ryan has access and is able to communicate whatever he wants out to the, out to Correct. the outside world where the table is, where the people are playing. Correct. And the way that that changes is if you make it trustless. Right. Live at the bike has effectively <clears throat> implemented a trustless system where nobody in that room has whole card information. Right. When that becomes true, now you're free to talk to a ca camera operator. Because it doesn't matter. You can't imply anything. You don't know anything. Mm -hmm. All you know is that the cards are being read. Right. To that end, I spoke with Andrew Milner yesterday, and he wants to work on uh, security upgrades again for Poker GFX, which I applaud him for. We had a very good conversation. I love where his head's at. He wants to move it to as close to fully trustless as possible. So basically, you'll be able to toggle a switch on that will make it such that there's a delay in the actual graphic system itself, right? So it's no longer in your hands. And what this means is uh, the players won't even have to put the cards on the readers in real time or, or like until the hand ends, right? Because it have, won't matter. I have some questions. Go ahead. Because Please. they need to communicate with the dealer. Yeah. So, okay, so they need to do that in real time. Right, but that, yes, but that's the only area of trust and... Uh, if they're doing it correctly, they don't. So the other way that you can do this so that it's now trustless is the person entering the graphics is not in the server room. Yeah. There's no reason for the action tracker to be in the control room. Not at all. Zero. I, I run graphics out here. I do it outside. Correct. I, like, and you never see the yeah. hands if, if, you right. didn't, if you didn't look, look over. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Look over at what? Yeah, we have the screen. Well, oh, yeah. We yeah, have yeah. it because we're, we're, we're playing a mock game. And yes, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, Right, so the person communicating with the dealer does not need to be in the control room. Mm -hmm. That two-way communication could be done between the action tracker and the dealer themselves. The only thing being communicated back and forth are bets, checks, folds, and cards being misread. Mm -hmm. And the person who's running the action tracker has zero information right. because they don't need it. Raver right. Poker just said the dealer and the camera guy have their own radio channels. The control room communicates to them correct. when they want to. Yes, correct. But those radio channels can be picked up by yeah, anybody. Exactly. Literally anybody. They're unsecure channels. Means you can so. go buy a walkie-talkie at Kmart, yep. turn it to the right channel, and you'll hear every word that they say. Kmart. Is that still a thing? <laughs> Caldors. No. 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 Probably not. <laughs> no. Go to Caldors. No. Nobody knows what Caldors is. <laughs> um, so, so this is very important because now this... I, I mean, this makes Ryan complicit, maybe without his knowledge even, Right. Like, he could be a part of the inside job and have no and fucking idea it. that it's even him. It could just be somebody on the floor who's signaling to Robbie because she's hearing something he's saying to the cameraman on the radio, right? All of this is absolutely unacceptable from a stream house. All of this is absolutely identical to what Stones was doing. On some level, it's worse, right? Because there's five people in this room, not two. And there is radio communication coming out. Like, it, I don't want to say it's worse because literally I could have walked in the server room, played with the fucking computer and probably did whatever I wanted to it. And that's not happening here as far as I understand. But it's not, it's not 
the room is not being treated like Fort Knox like it should be, right? And the reason why I'm setting all this up is because they're still operating. They are still running streams every single day. Five days a week. With this setup that is jankier than what I could do tomorrow in our office with no help. <laughs> it's absolutely unacceptable from the community. We cannot let this stream continue as it stands. And I'm saying this with love. I, I want Hustler to succeed. I, I don't know why anybody would ever think otherwise. Right, like, we love the streams. But it's not, even, it's not even just that. Selfishly, like, I need these games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, I'm, I'm being straight up. No, like, right. I'm heavily incentivized for them to get it right. Yes. I'm heavily incentivized for there to be as many big stream games as humanly possible so that I can get seats. Because I'm not getting them privately. You know what I mean? So... All I want is there to be security. I want to feel safe whenever we sit down. And no one should be playing this game feeling safe right now. Especially those that are being accused. So the fact that, uh, that with the new upgrade that Andrew is working on or... or, or yeah. That, that seems amazing that, like, if you don't have to put your hand on the reader until it, the hand is over... So it's like it's you can protect your you can protect yourself, yes. right? So, you have an ability to nobody's gonna know what your hand is until except for you until the hand's over, like you would be playing anywhere else in the world. Right. So not on stream. Right, right. So uh it's funny, it's funny because Andrew uh worded it the exact same way you just did. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's a redundancy. Like I understand where both of you are coming from. It's right. it's assurance to the player, right? Where you're just like, I don't even care if you put your, your, your cards on your whole cam uh, or, or your, your reader until the hand's over. Like, feel good about this. Feel secure about this. This is now trustless. It, it's nice I, to be able to, 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 you know, you have the control. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm but, saying. Yes, absolutely. And that's what he was saying, too. And mm -hmm. it was a very good point. I felt it to be redundant because if that's the case, what that means is even if they're on the reader, the information is not being stored yet. That's, Yeah. Right? right, so right. like I just already skipped ahead mm -hmm. to because there's problems now if you don't now every single time somebody goes to fold you have to say like right. oh, hey hey go back and read your hand mm -hmm. right so right. It, it is right. a better system that you just allow it to be read in mm -hmm. real time but you're yeah. correct anybody who like doesn't trust the system can just hold off and that is going to be a big step moving forward we right. want to make this as trustless as possible which mm -hmm. I think is very 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 critical yeah it's like when you're playing especially for these the amount of stakes that the hero playing, the amount of money that's on the table. Like the last thing, like you want to be concentrating on the game, on your hands, on your play. You, the last thing you want to be like thinking about the entire time is, can someone see my hand? Is it secure? Like, am I getting cheated? Like, like you don't want to be thinking about those things while you're trying to play for hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. Right. Uh, Christian, uh, actually, I just want to, uh, I kind of want to go around the room uh, and get everybody's final thoughts because... Uh, we don't have a ton of time, and I haven't let you guys do a lot of talking. What, what's your take on all of this as far as, like... Marley said you were running a 95% VPIP on the, on, on the, on the show. <laughs> I was? Like, in this show. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, well, I did 100% of the prep work. I was really about to say, in Berkey's defense, he did talk to all these people and, and, and yeah, and outline the whole thing. So. Yeah, I, look, you find, me, you find me some people who sit on this show and do some goddamn prep work, and I'll stop talking. Yeah, I was delivering a baby, man. 
Uh, no, look, uh, I am one. Of, I watch all the streams. Like I, I, I uh, in in regards to Hustler, like I am one of their biggest fans for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I watch every single stream they have. Um, so I want them to succeed more than anyone, right? Like, um, the goal is is for all the poker streams to succeed and make the game the game better. So, with what you're saying, uh, yeah, I mean. I think that they believe mistakes were made. I think they've. Yeah. I, I think they understand that part now. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know what the current things they're doing are. Uh, you know that I'm sure that there are like major changes that have been made even like today. Uh, and maybe they feel comfortable enough to move forward with the current changes. Uh, as they're as they're ramping up things. Well, so Nick mentioned. Well, I'll say two things. I spoke to Nick about this, um, and he basically said, "Like, look, man, we're doing our best, and we're going to do better. Like, we are going to fix these problems." Yeah. Uh, thank you for bringing my attention. Yada yada yada. And I said, "Okay, great. But that's not good enough." And in Veronica's interview or, or on the Nick Vertucci show that they did the podcast, he basically said, "Like, there will be big sweeping changes." And she asked him for a timeline, and it was like, "Well, it's going to take." a week to 10 days to even get the cybersecurity team in there. It's going to take this amount of time to do this and that and the other. And he basically said like a few months. And it's like, well, this stream cannot operate for a few months under its current, under its current security protocol. It just cannot. It absolutely cannot. You, we cannot run 25 more streams where the commentary booth is not segregated from the control room. You just can't, man. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, we cannot accept this. Like, if they keep running streams out every single night, we keep watching, we're part of the fucking problem. How, how can we say otherwise? If Stones kept running after the possible accusation, knowing what we know, would we have accepted that? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't the think... issue is that we still don't know. It doesn't matter anymore. We know their security is compromised. Okay. Right? Is there any denying that their security is completely compromised? Speaking of that, I just read a comment in um, the chat. It says, the statement from Bipolar Punt. He says, Berkey, you're a douche. <laughs> Poker Go producer could be buzzing a player in real time. It's not trustless either. Is that, that's not true, correct? Uh, I don't think that's true because I'm pretty sure that they don't have access to whole cards either. Yep. Um, but I don't know their custom system. So... In theory, it could be true, but it would also regard it would also require somebody who's making a quarter million dollars a year to put out a good product to then corroborate a cheating mechanism with uh, somebody in this game. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever like it never uh, getting leaked or caught, and uh, Pogo is not doing a live stream, right? So uh, they don't even need to be. They don't even need to be in the control room in real time if they don't want to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they are doing live edits, but they don't have to. They can do it afterwards. Yeah, they could do it anytime. They could lay the graphics over any fucking time. They could literally, when they fire up the stream, they could just press go on, on their server, Walk leave, out. lock the fucking door, and hit, yep. come back a week and a half later, pull that file with all the graphics on it, pull all the camera footage, lay it on top. Yep. That's what we used to do for the first academies. We yeah. would edit them weeks after the fact my 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 issue with the shutting down problem is that if the eight or nine players that show up to play that day just are saying like we trust you to run this clean 
Like there's no problem anymore. But they are not running it clean. Not what I'm saying is I, I, they believe... I hear what you're saying. I hear it. <laughs> yeah, like what's but, but, the what's the problem? Because it's agreeing? ignorance. That I'm is. I'm demonstrating right ignorance. now that they are not above board security wise. And I'm not saying that these are just missteps. There is there is absolutely no chance that any of them can consciously say are do you remember the first statement? Um remind me. By Nick. I have the utmost confidence that our system is as secure as possible. Something to that. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. As we tear this apart, they are the least secure stream operating. Okay. There's no working around that, man. The stream has to be shut down until they're able to get to up to the snuff. They have to meet minimum standards of these protocols. You can't have commentators behind the same wall as a server room. You can't have five people in the same room getting real-time access with a two-way radio coming out. Listen, for someone who's, um, who's, who's, who's worked on, on a stream, I've, I've worked here with uh, the Academy, and I understand how the system works. I, I agree with you, Berg. I, I don't, like, the, it's, the way it's set up now, it's too easy. It's too easy for something uh, malicious to happen, yeah. right? So, like, what, until that gets fixed... It's also not in their they, best... They should, it's it's not their best benefit no. to continue to run. Right, right. Because if something else happens, right, and we see another hand like that, or or, or right. something happens, and we're, we're gonna be like, and and someone gets cheated out of a hundred thousand dollars. Correct. And we're gonna be like, what are you guys doing? We knew something was up, right? We knew this wasn't secure, and and now somebody got got fucked out right. of a hundred thousand dollars. Right, right. That's not a, not it, a good it situation. Also, it turns it 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 creates a distraction mm -hmm. too. Right, because right. now it turns the community's eyes onto the fact that the owner of the stream mm -hmm. plays, has access to the control room, and is up seven hundred thousand right. dollars. It turns eyes onto the fact that the Monday game runner, who also does commentary and plays, is up a quarter million dollars. Right? I don't think these guys are cheating, but the opportunity to is so mm -hmm. fucking accessible. Right, and like you said, you you're coming at this from. With love, right? You want, you love, we love Hustler. We love the stream. We want it to succeed. We want it to do well, right? So it's just like, get everything right and then, and then move on and, and let it flourish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly stand by that. I, mm -hmm. I, I think, and if I'm DGAF, I would desperately plead with them to stop running the show. Yeah. To get his name cleared, to do all of the due diligence and look into this, to, to make certain that we can close this loop. What do you think, Conrad? I don't know, man. If you were trying to cheat a game, <laughs> would, would, would you be going after... I wouldn't do it on a live stream. I'm going to start there, okay? I, I, <laughs> I almost disagree. I almost disagree, too, because like it's in front of... like You almost... It, yeah, whatever. Not the easiest. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Not the easiest, but like if people are sloppy, yeah. they're, they're, they're pretty easy. Yeah, I don't know. Um... I'm excited to see what else comes out in this stuff. He's I, following the drama. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's he's he's you're, you're about the security. I want to know what the fuck's going on here. Like, I hear you. I, I want to know who, who cheated in this situation. You want to prevent in the future. Understandable. I want to know I, who did what here. Give me your final thoughts, Jin. I don't know, man. Like, my final thoughts are like, if I, I guess I'm like fucking Republican now. I don't know. What I, <laughs> like, like, I think if I think if eight people show up and they want to play with their money in this in this way, I feel like it's fine. You're like, so if these Republican. eight people's money are saying it, it's okay. Like, 
So I okay. Wait, I, wait, wait. I, I, look, what if you're Lingling and you don't watch you don't watch our show, you don't pay attention to poker Twitter, you don't watch Joey, you don't know anything that's going on, and you show up and everybody's just like, yeah, man, everything's fine. And she, you know what's she supposed to know? Just in case Lingling Ling does watch this show, we love you. Ling yeah, Ling. shout out to Lingling. Ling. Ling. Ling, Ling is one of the best. Lingling <laughs> Ling really is one of the best people. She's on for the sure goaded. Sure. Um, not everyone's in the know, bro. I get that. Uh, I get that. A yeah, lot of people. Okay, are blinded. I get it. But I, yeah. All right, fine. That's a good argument. But I, I just think that you know, they trust. They trust this. They trust that these guys are doing right by them. The problem is and, because it's in and, a casino. And the, the problem is they don't know the system. Like if they were if they were to see the system of how things went on and like drawing right. a map, yeah, but not, I, but a lot we, of these people aren't going to want to play. The ones that are clo- very yo, close I, with them, I'm the exact yes. same. I walk into a casino and I trust I trust everything about it. Of course, it's a casino, right? Mm-hmm. But now I think back to the times where like I was a little sketch on a game that I was playing in a casino and I realized now there was a deckmate too. Yeah, and they weren't cutting the fucking deck. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> like you you had all the, those eight people sit down, right? And they're like, yeah, we we trust it. And then they got a handout with all the bullet points of how the security works. And then they said, okay, now what do you think? Right. Yeah, but there is a level of, right. of just trust between, like, look, it's not like they don't know what's happened. Like, they, there's no person that's in the game that doesn't know what's happened. They're joking about it during yeah. the game. No, but course. there's a big difference between thinking Robbie uh, was signaling with Rip versus um, Produ- like production could be compromised. Yes. Like, there's a huge thing here. Like, if production is compromised, like, and people aren't, don't know that. Like, they're just like, all right, how did they cheat? All right, it's probably a, 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 an incident by them. Like, just those two. If they're not watching all streams, not on Twitter, not doing things, like, right. they're not, they don't know the security system. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I see, I, I guess I see both sides. I'm, I'm trying to you know not be you know let's not live in like a what's that called a chamber echo chamber, echo chamber. i mean it's just pr- yeah. protection for the players as well like at this point it's just complete protection I, for them I, not I, to i'm run. glad chin pushes back like don't get me wrong uh, i think that it is important that we recognize that you know these guys do do good work and we're not we're not trying to throw them under the bus or accuse them as being uh you know terrible human beings or that the the stream should be burned to the ground it's just like you know you got to get your shit right she went from Democrat to Republican and then back to Independent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's like, you know, when people point out clear and utter vulnerabilities in the system that you have set up, you don't just like turn a blind eye and say like, ah, we'll take care of that when we take care of it. Right? Like at some point, uh, all right, let me, let me make this a little bit easier uh, of an analogy, Chin. If, if um, you're about to board a plane, <laughs> okay, God. God, I don't know where this is going, but I'm probably getting off the plane. All right, no, you're not getting off the. So you're about to board a plane, and the people behind the scenes, who are in the know, say, "Oh man, this plane is overcrowded. Uh-huh. It's it's uh the it, it's it's beyond the weight capacity, right? And that's passed along from me, an expert." to the the heads of southwest and the heads of southwest confer amongst each other and say well it's too expensive for us to shut this flight down let's just fucking run it it's only x percent likely that it crashes and burns (laughs) you trust them right okay i see i got you (laughs) (laughs) this is your life we're talking about life money it's the same thing this is your life you know 
They equal the same in the situation. Right. Now, the difference is uh, they're not incentivized to kill you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but on a live stream where there's a lot of money involved, there's a lot of incentive for bad actors to chase that money. Right. right. That makes sense. Makes sense, bro. Right? right. There's a lot of vulnerabilities. Same thing. You, you know, you said the same. They're the same, you know? <laughs> God damn. Okay, uh, I, I want to give my final thoughts really quickly because I have to get out of here. But um, basically to, to wrap this up, uh, I don't believe the stream can operate any longer in good faith. Uh, I implore Ryan and Nick to do the right thing, to shut it down, to bring in a proper investigation, um, you know, to understand that this investigation as it stands is borderline compromised. Uh, there will be a lot of things that won't be able to be checked, like there's basically they can improve upon a lot of these security measures, but because these holes exist, there are a lot of breaches where cheating could have occurred and we'll probably never get to the bottom of it. Um, as far as the investigation goes currently, uh, barring us finding a Trojan on the computer, uh, I feel like we're almost certain to come up short as far as getting answers as to whether or not Robbie cheated, as to whether or not there were other cheating mechanisms in place whether or not this is uh, a full ring of people or just a lone actor. Um, but I do have a pretty high degree of confidence that there was cheating at a bare minimum just on the jack forehand. Uh, that's a bare minimum. As far as over the last year goes, I don't know. I haven't combed through everything, but seeing as many breaches in the security system as there are, uh, I cannot say with a high degree of confidence that I think the stream is on the up and up. Yeah, look... Uh, the reason I present these arguments is because it's important that we talk about things that we also may or may not believe, right? Like the, yep. the community has certain pushbacks to what you're saying. And I think it's important that we're not just all just like, like, yeah, Berkey, go ahead. Yeah. Talk your shit. You know, like, no, no, like we back. have to, we have to kind of talk about all scenarios here. Uh, I'm all for steel manning this. If you have a good yeah. counter argument, I, I'm happy to hear it sometimes and, my arguments aren't good they're just the arguments yeah, that, i hear and, and, and it's important totally to fine. talk about it yeah that's totally fine i appreciate that i, I wouldn't have you on otherwise um <laughs> i'm beginning to accept the outcome of this is us never having a sense of closure and i think that that's just okay uh that doesn't mean we should stop digging that doesn't mean that we should stop looking for uh holes and for potential um red flags things that we can kind of dissect and potentially link to nefarious behavior um but i don't again i don't have a high degree of confidence that we are going to get the specifics out when this is all said and done um all right i don't believe that uh we're in a situation right now where we should think short term i think we have to look at the longevity of streaming poker as a whole i think we need to understand that the gold standard is the gold standard for a reason. And we need to get all of the major stream houses, especially these ones that are doing big games with a ton of money on the table. We have to get them up to snuff. Um, you know, Nick assured me that they're going to take steps in the right direction. I, I wholeheartedly believe them. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be. Um, I don't understand why this stream was created the way that it was with Ryan having the knowledge that he had post stones uh, and, and seeing the bike mature the way that it did. But here we are, right? Um, I don't think that ignorance is an acceptable excuse. 
uh, and I think that we have to demand better from these stream operators, especially when you're the biggest game in town. If you're going to have multiple millions of dollars on the table and you're going to broadcast that out to the world and use it as leverage in order to build your brand, in order to usurp the streaming market as a whole, they became the biggest stream house overnight. Bigger than PokerGo. Bigger than Triton. Bigger than all of these other entities that exist and are pouring millions and millions of dollars into production. If you're going to do the thing that allows you to usurp them, you have to make sure that you're fucking bulletproof. And right now, we are very far away from that in the Hustler stream. So uh, I say this with love. I truly do hope that we see major strides moving forward. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for everybody involved. And I hope that as a community, we continue to hold all of these operators to the highest standards, whether it's Hustler, Poker Go, Live at the Bike, Poker Night America, The Lodge, I don't care. None of them should get a pass. None of them should get to fall under some sort of umbrella of like, well, we're just small. If you're running 100, 200 games, you better be as secure, if not more secure, than a game that I walk into at the Aria. Especially when you're giving up real-time information to the collective, right? So with that, I got to get out of here. I'm going to play a stream game. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm on my way to LA. I really appreciate you guys so much. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please, as always, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know if you believe that the stream should continue or should be shut down. We would love to hear from you guys. Uh, I'll be back. Actually, we'll all be back tomorrow. Normal time, I believe. So look for us somewhere between noon and one. Uh, hopefully, we have something else to talk about. Mm. <laughs> On behalf of Brian, Conrad, and Christian and his scrubs. <laughs> what about Guapo, man? And Guapo. Shout out to my man, Guapo. Fucking Guapo. Pay Guapo. Hashtag pay Guapo. Hashtag pay Guapo. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys all tomorrow. Later. Peace.